welcome back to the catwalk movement podcast we're so glad you are joining us once again it's Chantel here and Andrea here hey 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 you're right Ange I'm good thanks why did we sing that I don't know why not feels like there's a song there is a song every week week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a point so for those of you who have signed up to our newsletter um there's a there's a theme there's a theme been going on we've kind of given you a clue around song um get at us if you can name um name the songs tell us if you even noticed where they're appearing we spoke about this the other day yeah, we did that um, i didn't know it'd come out like this well <laughs> here we are natural um so just a little bit of housekeeping um, if you are listening to us on your weekly catwalk, remember to head over to Strava, hit join the catwalk MBMT, join our club and track your steps, count our steps, measure our impact um, so we can see how we are doing as a collective. Um, Thank you to those of us who have joined us and continue to interact with us on the socials. You can get us on at the catwalk MVMT on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also sign up to our weekly newsletter via our website, www.thecatwalkmvmt.com. Housekeeping done. It's taken us ages to get here, I feel like, and What do you mean, get here? As in, obviously we was always going to record the episode on time, but... Oh, you mean me coming to your house and <laughs> being left outside in the cold? Don't air me out. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep. I dozed off. Okay. I woke up two hours later. The people that want to know this. <laughs> they need to know what we do, like how it's done. Oh <laughs> uh, no, but I did, do you know what? It's felt really, really busy over the last few weeks. And that's the reality of it. It is. It is. Um we've had so much going on mm-hmm. together and separately. Like I think I think I'll, um, but we're gonna touch on this this episode, just like you know, when life starts to take its twists and turns and the seasons are changing and it's getting colder and it's getting darker, how are we still managing? How are we still staying on top? Because, you know, we very intentionally said um, at the beginning that we'd honour a weekly walk because we'd started in the summer on holiday and, um we appreciate we we had already f- foreseen and appreciated that when we get back and real life kicks back in back to work back to school this might not be as easy to achieve so we already sort of gave ourselves that grace and said weekly yeah. you know let's not be unrealistic with expectations we don't want to be setting anything up that we're going to beat ourselves up about but and so we said weekly yeah. and as realistic as that felt at the time um Boy, I can tell you at least a week, maybe two, have passed and yeah. I haven't walked. No, it has been a struggle. And that's coming from, I was walking daily. Yeah. Religious. Like, religiously, mm. daily. And then at the drop of a hat, whatever the saying, however the saying goes, life just changes. Mm. And then that caused 
mornings to come and go. Yeah. And days to come and go. And then week to come and go to the point where we had that conversation. I said, I'm going to make it a point, a commitment again to say, I am going to walk. Yeah. But possibly not daily now because, again, my schedule in the mornings have now changed because I've, mm. I've gone back to the gym and boy, am I feeling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the doms are serious, but it means that, you know, the walking has to come at a different time of the mm. week. Possibly I've got to work that out, but this just goes to show the reality of life and that sometimes we do make arrangements or plans to do things and have the best intentions and mm. it doesn't always go accordingly. But it's always we're always talking about it. It's not something that we've forgotten. We're still here recording the podcast, yeah. regardless. Yes, it's called the cat walk, and we may not be walking, but we do other things besides the walk. Yeah, no. I think I think there's also two sides to it. I think like on one hand, I will say, you know, it wasn't that um, you're sitting there doing nothing. True. Do you know what I mean? And so like you can't let some of your best intentions become a headache mm -hmm. and, um, and a stress for you, um, especially when it's supposed to do something good for you. So, you know, like when you just, you get vexed about going to the gym, like, oh, I'm supposed to be going to the gym, and oh, I'm so tired. Like if you're fighting it, then you're defeating the purpose of trying to feel good. So by all means, like take life into account and balance things accordingly, but, the flip side of it is sometimes we let uh, the stresses uh, take shadow um, our well-being. True. And um, the thing that we should actually be doing, we should really, really, really be doing to balance out all the busy. And sometimes the busy is good. You know, like last week I had the book launch. You've had um, some really successful modelling um gigs over the last few weeks so some of the positive some of the busy is not stressors but when it is it's like well this is where i really and truly need to hold myself to account and make sure that i am um taking the time mm -hmm. um to to do what i need to do for me and um you know the catwalk is about walking for your well-being and that's not just physical that's your emotional and your mental giving yourself some think time um, giving yourself some reflection time and I think particularly as the season changes you know as we approach the winter months there is something really important about resilience mm -hmm. yep. and I know that's something that you're strong on and that you're working on um, at the moment not your own resilience but actually like how we um, share the growth of that skill or the strengthening of that skill but like resilience is going to be really important in the coming months in so many ways definitely and i think for me i always like to learn a skill and then inform other people mm. on how to because i know for myself yeah like when we spoke about already the intentions were there but then the season change and there's the seasonal affective disorder, disorder sad, sad. Mm -hmm. and it's real you know i've got one morning is that where's the sun gone why is it so dark went back to bed and i've done that for a couple of days on the trot mm. but did i beat myself up about it maybe the first day but then i had to acknowledge 
where my headspace is at mm. and why I actually did that. And then once I think once you could understand where your headspace is at, understand your triggers, then that is also good for your well-being. So yeah. yes, I didn't go for a walk, but I was then able to understand my triggers and that then helped me to just relax. And so yeah, I didn't go for a walk, but maybe I just I needed to sleep. Mm. I had been busy. Yeah. And so maybe that was my body telling me just relax. This is your rest and restore. Yeah. You know, so I think sometimes as well we forget that we do need to take time to rest mm. and restore. I don't forget, but action it. Action it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's true. You're not forgetting, but just not actually yeah. doing. Like yeah. you, you talk about it, yeah, I need to design it. But do it. Yeah, rest. Like I had a client this, this, this evening, actually, today, and I said to her, just even if it's just two minutes in the morning, she said, I want to meditate mm. and I want to. And then we know our news last newsletter, we had the 21 day meditation. Yeah. Sometimes that might not always work for everybody. But on awaking, if you can just pause for at least two minutes, that's your time. Mm-hmm. And then she said she wants to, doesn't, hasn't been reading her book. I said, okay, let's do one page. Later on down in the session, she said, do you know what? I can actually manage 10 minutes. So we're for one page to mm-hmm. 10 minutes now. And so at least you can say throughout the day, I have done something that I wanted mm-hmm. to do. We're not, I didn't say how long did you spend on it. Yeah. It's like, did you do something for yourself today? Yeah. Can you tick that box? If you can, what does that do for your subconscious mind? That the dopamine effect, yeah. you know, you get, yeah, I've actually achieved this. Yeah. And so we need to remember all our brain chemicals when we're saying, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, I didn't. Mm. What did you do? What positivity can you what positivity can you feed yourself? Yeah. Which is going to be especially important when we consider things like seasonal affective disorder, mm-hmm. the fact that we haven't got as many sunlight hours, so the vitamin D. You know all of those all of those good good things that come with summer vibes um we need to consider what what we can do to offset that definitely as well now um so i know i know this is a bit different because we usually have a, a woman that we've spoken about or september was dedicated to invisible women and us amplifying their voices and we will continue with that um because uh, it's we we've, we've chosen to acknowledge Black History Month, and um, we will be shining a light on some of um, the UK's most historic and prevalent civil rights activists. Um, but we thought we'd just take a breather this week to just kind of re- review and reflect where we're at. You know, just over a month into the catwalk. Um, but also, I thought it would be good for us to maybe revisit, you know, in in honor of actually some of the things that October represents. So it represents Black History Month, but we also um, acknowledge Mental Health Awareness um, Day this month, the tenth of October. Um, so I thought it might be useful for us to actually revisit um, some of the things that we spoke about at the Noir Fit Fest. So. Um, couple of weeks ago, 27, uh, no, not 27, a couple of weeks ago, 20th, 20, 19, couple of weeks ago, <laughs> couple of weeks ago, um, Andrew and I, the catwalk, we, uh, were rep- we were representing at the Noir Fit Fest, which was the UK's first black fitness festival. Um, it took place online um, via um, Zoom 
at the Fora space in central London. And although it wasn't the face-to-face -face event that the organizers had originally intended earlier in the year, it was an amazing, yeah. amazing event all the same. And it was a day of being engaged with black fitness professionals, um, yoga, Afrobeat, Sweat in the City were there. Um, there was diet and nutrition and panels um, consisting of people that we follow, like um, Elite, 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 then who else? And then we were on the panel. And then we, <laughs> who else? Um, Let's get to people that we know. We were there. <laughs> yeah, Andrea hosted and I participated. And we spoke about the relationship between being black and, um, or race and wellness. And I thought it would be nice if we could revisit some of those themes. And so, um, yeah. What for you is the relationship between blackness and well-being? <clears throat> blackness and well-being. I think for me, it's something that I only really understood when I got older. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I just put it down to blackness, but my black household mm. um, wasn't really into the well-being per se, especially in the fitness and physical activity mm. um, but I know like some of my counterparts they all like you know the family yeah, we go jogging or we go for a bike ride or they're doing something that yeah. like that's a bit weird <laughs> you know? and your mum your bike <laughs> yeah really um, and then when I actually started to do that when I got older I was like wow it's actually cool and really fun so mm. well-being I think we also think that well-being is something you have to be in the gym for, you have to be a particular type of person to, I know I'm not going to do them things there. I don't go, or to, to go swimming or swimming my hair. So I think it's only more recently that I think anyway, as black people, well, I'll just talk for myself, that I realised like some things like yoga. When I visit her about yoga, it'd be like, I don't know any black people that do yoga. <laughs> Then I went into bodybuilding. It's like, yeah, what black woman do I know that does it, is that is a bodybuilder? So it's really um, dispelling those myths that black people can be doing have every want to do regardless. See, I've had I've had such a different. I think I've had such a different experience in that wellness and fitness has always been part of my life more than um, more than sport. Because actually, I, I was an athlete. Um, I used to run for my borough. And um, I mean, yeah, I did that. I don't think my family backed that as much. But like, my nan is a yoga practitioner. And she has been for all of the years. I know she trained in India. Like, she lived in India and trained with the Iyengar Institute. And um, there was not a morning when I didn't wake up and see her working out to Jane Fonda, doing her squats, um, you know, having half a grapefruit for breakfast. And then my dad goes to the gym every single day without fail, like on holiday, 
he would bring his gym gear. He does not miss a day, doesn't miss yeah. a day. Um, and so like, as soon as I knew I could go to the gym myself, like I think I've had a gym membership since I was 16. Wow. Um, I've always been the type to go 6 a.m. in the morning. Like I'd go before work, before uni. Home workouts, like it's, it's a thread for me. I couldn't, I actually couldn't imagine not engaging in wellness. And I know like there's another side to it in terms of representation and what we see which is really odd actually, because obviously there's certain sports that are more saturated than others. So like athletics, for mm. example, you'll have far more black people than you do in swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are different spaces, but by and large, you know, we, we recognize that the underrepresentation or the fact that like our body, our body type doesn't fit, you know, like yoga, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, but yeah for me i've always known it to be that way so i wouldn't have even pennied that but you're black you couldn't be doing yoga because that's the first example that's how i came to know what it even was yeah, totally quite different contrast to that Isn't one it? end of the spectrum because yeah so that's why i always say i speak for myself because yeah. we're both beautiful black women with two different stories mm -hmm. to tell about well-being and fitness. Completely. I think though, in terms of um, like another relationship aspect in regards to wellness and blackness that we touched upon at Noir Fit Fest was the idea that actually black people don't get time for wellness and relaxation, either because they don't afford themselves it. Like, it's like you have to feel ashamed to mm. say that you're resting or and maybe connected to the fact that our socioeconomic status has meant that like we're always working we always have to be on the go my mom worked seven days a week mm. period <laughs> like before so me when are you gonna me, find time to time you know to, to tell her that i've gone to the gym it's like, where did you get the time? And if you had the time, you should have been tired mm -hmm. from working. So, or oh, why didn't you do this? You could have been doing. Yeah. yeah. And so it's almost, yeah, like in terms of your experience and saying, you know, oh, black people don't do that. It's, it's like, you're not allowed mm. to look after yourself. I don't know. I, well, I always say when it wasn't until I had my breakdown that I really understood the value or un even understood self-care mm. and just taking time for myself mm. not for my child mm. not for a family member or a friend but for me mm. that for me was foreign just as foreign as physical activity <laughs> mm. you know because how am I why am I why do I need to take time for myself mm. it wasn't until I had the breakdown I realized this is why I need to take time for myself I think what a lot of people need to know that no is a full sentence mm. like sorry I can't do it today no I can't do it today mm. and you don't have to give an explanation as to why yeah. you just can't yeah and I feel like we just always feel we, we always want to be doing something for somebody or doing something or, or like you say even not doing something for somebody but having to go to work having to look after the children having to cook mm. I just I think we just need to really just like when I was doing the walk and the the group of black men said to me why am I not jogging 
because yeah. I want to take time and walk. Yeah. This is the catwalk, do you not know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all seriousness is now I just want to, this is my time to just be. Yeah. And I think like, just because you've referenced it, I think it's important to note that like, for this, and like your breakdown was not like this dramatic affair because I think like when you say the word breakdown mm. it almost has this effect that like it was a singular it was a singular day where you kind of just you know lost yourself and broke down and you know at its at its extreme in our imaginations that could be you know you was taken off to a mental institution actually your breakdown took place over a period yeah. a sustained period of time and it probably and correct me if I'm wrong, kind of inferring from what I know generally, but it probably started from a period of burnout. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. You know, with that, oh, can you do this? Yeah. Oh, can you do that? Yeah. You know, and then with the job that I had and mm. you have now, um, as a teacher and being the head of two departments, mm. there was a role that you thought that you had to really be, you have to be committed to it, but yeah. then you also at the same time, you have to be committed to yourself. Because now, after what happened, happened, I was replaced. Mm. But who's going to replace the time that I lost from being sick? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it didn't just happen that. I didn't just have a day of a breakdown. I had, yeah, it was mm. over. And when I look back and reflect, it was because I wasn't taking those time, that time out for myself. Mm. Like I said, we, yeah, we set up the catwalk. But there has been a few, like, a big gap where I haven't been walking. Mm. But I've been resting because I needed to rest. Yeah. And I didn't, back then, I didn't know about that. It was, it was foreign to me. Mm. So I feel like blackness, wellness and fitness is something that we really need to take into account a lot more when it comes to just our mental and physical health it's not about losing weight it's not about um any other anything you do for any ailments it's just that mm -hmm. no when i say ailments that external um rewards it's mainly for your internal yeah. rewards the, the 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 things that you just don't see yeah is the re more reason why you need to be taking these times out for yourself can't stress it enough and this is the thing like sometimes you um you force a situation like oh i haven't got time i haven't got time mm. and then all that happens is like you're at home and you're moving slower or you're not being as productive and you're mad at yourself and you're mad at the situation and i think like for those of those of us who are walking who are practicing walking as often as we can you'll realize like even if it's just for 15 minutes and this is why like i say it's not enough to say that your catwalk is because oh you got off a stop early and you walked home because really and truly it's your commute you're trying to get home to get on with you know mm -hmm. the cooking and the bathing and the whatever it is or going to the shop i think there is a real difference that so i could walk that same walk in terms of distance and even location but walking it for no particular reason feels a lot different, different yeah. from going between things yeah. and literally just saying, I'm going to go for a walk and knowing that, you know, 
I might only walk for 15 minutes because really and truly, if I don't get back by a certain time, certain things, fine. If you find yourself walking for an hour, times where I've walked, I'm like, wow, how did that even hit an hour? 50, yeah. 50 what minutes? And it, it just flew by because I was just walking. walking. That's it. Just walking. And so, like, there are many, many things that we can do to build up our resilience. And I think there, there are, you know, some really practical things that we're going to have to think about in terms of how we incorporate walks into our daily or weekly lives over the, the winter months. You know, have you, is, your, is your brolly big enough? Do you have wellies? Do you, do you have the, the coats? The, you know, those things are going to be like, okay, I'm going to do my catwalk. So yeah, I'm going to pull out my wellies. This is the coat I know I'm going to wear that can face all weather. This is the brolly that isn't going to yeah. shake with any wind. Because well, can I just stop saying that? Because yeah. when you really check it, do we stop it, when we're doing our commute and we have to walk through our commute if we do does things stop no. do we think about all these no. things if i had to think, walk from the station to my place you have work, to do it. Gonna do it you can't find your work house. exactly and say oh, i can't come today because it's raining <laughs> so this is a thing that i that really gets to me now because and and it's for my own for my own like realization that we will make time for a meeting or we'll make time to do something when it's work related mm. but we find it really hard to make time for our personal self we find it easy to make excuses yeah. Yeah. yeah and this whole walking and you're just saying given a list of of, of, of clothing that we need to have mm. but that same rain is the same rain that's going to hit us when we go out any other time well you know the you same people that won't there walk in the rain but i'm not coming out tonight because it's raining oh, i said a bit of well yeah. But when you're telling them to come for a walk, it's raining outside. <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> you know. So we really need to prioritize our well-being yeah. over just. I don't know. And our well-being is going to be part of our resilience building because you cannot work on yourself in whichever way you need to unless your mind is right. Yeah. You know, and making sure that you've cleared that space um, in your mind to be able to think about the things you need to think about in a logical, strategical way that will be productive, Definitely. ultimately. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, so we just, we, we said we'll talk about resilience just because, like, you know, we're taking a change in season or whatever. And also, it it's probably an important, it probably was an important skill for the women that we're about to speak about this mm. month in terms of, um our historical civil rights activists because any fight that you've got any fight that you've got it's not a sprint isn't it it's a marathon especially in regards to um matters relating to race so i think even the women that we have spoken about like all the things that they've had to overcome mm, and endure and i call it I call, yeah i know that people say like resilience aka bounce back but i like to, as you know refer to it as bouncing forward mm. because we go keep we moving. keep moving and they've had to keep moving yeah. and so resilience for me is like you mentioned is something really passionate that i'm passionate about and helping people to identify their own skills mm. it's a skill it's not a trait we can we can learn 
how to build resilience within our own lives, depending on what you have been through. Or you don't have to go through anything in terms of an adversity, but just knowing that in t- particular situations, this is how you could possibly handle things. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Um, so, yeah, like, I think we're getting to a point to mm. wrapping up. Um, what, did, anything else? Oh, no, we kind of covered the yeah. other, the other um, questions around the point. Um, so I don't know, we made it clear um, and we definitely need to be shouting about this and we'd love our role models to shout with us, but we did move our communal community catwalk from mm. today, the 3rd of October to next Saturday, the 10th of October in Cohen in coinciding with World Mental Health Day. So Andrew and I will actually be walking together <laughs> on Saturday, the 10th of October. Come rain wellies. or shine. And you got your wellies ready. Come rain or shine. <laughs> Shall I can't come, it's raining outside. Listen, put your, put your gym wig on, whatever <laughs> you need to get wet. Just uh, do, do what you gotta do the catwalk's important so yeah we'll be um together then um anything else this month well not this week with this month we're going to be back here next and now week. it's just black history month but we we're black 365 days of the year so yeah. yeah it is what it is but we still celebrate alongside i'd actually do you know what I'll also, um, in encouraging daily walking i'm gonna hail up um at girl trek um they have they've launched another 21 day boot camp um if you haven't done one before um perfectly aligned to the catwalk uh head over check it out as something to listen to something to stay inspired by um yeah yeah i'm i'm trying to walk more the next week yeah because especially if you want to do because obviously we're just the day yeah and so this will be I can't remember what their their theme is for this week for this this month. I th- I think it's I think it's history camp again, yeah. just with different historical figures. Um, but twenty one days and then they take a break. So, but, and they don't walk on the weekend anyway. That's what I said. It's perfectly aligned. Mind, yeah. Um, I don't have anything coming up this week. I'm I'm resting from what was quite an eventful September. Um, can we just touch quickly and just say congratulations or can I just say congratulations on <laughs> on, on your book launch and the, it was an amazing event by the way and thank you keep keeping on and just yeah, keep being Tired. you yeah but you can see why yeah it was I hate to say like you're tired and it was all worth it, but it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was an amazing event and yeah. it was beautifully captured by Default Media and I've been sharing posts and will continue to share posts um, over the next few weeks. Um, and of course I do Love Letters Live on a Thursday um, talking about a particular love letter and my intentions and reflections on writing it, so yeah. I look forward to Thursdays. Thursdays at nine o'clock. Thursdays at nine o'clock on Instagram Live. That's right. That's right. That's right. Right, Ange. Wow. But can I also say I can't believe we've actually. Well, I can believe because obviously we're just who we are, really. So it's inevitable that it was going to happen. But we got through a whole our first. Is that our first season? 
I don't know what we're calling this season. We've got through a month. We our theme. I don't know, but we rolling. Yeah. We're moving. It's happening. Thank you. Thanks, Ange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, remember to follow us on the socials. That's at the catwalk MBMT. And you can find us on www.thecatwalkmbmt.com. And if you have any questions or suggestions, um, you are welcome to email us as well on contact at the catwalk Until next time. Toodles. Goodbye.